0: Our gospel lesson this morning comes from Luke chapter 17. We'll be reading verses 11 through 19. I invite you to hear God's word. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Before I begin today, you see the title of the sermon, Settling for Healing when God Offers Salvation, and I want to say I'm a big fan of healing. There's nothing wrong with healing. I pray for healing regularly. Big fan. But what I want to say as I understand this scripture is sometimes we stop short in what God is really offering. So I want you to think with me, have you ever been so concentrating on something minor that you miss something major? This is sort of my life. (laughs) I get hung up on the little things and sometimes I miss the really big things. Not too long ago, it was a Saturday And we had somebody in the hospital in Charlotte. We live in South Gastonia. So to get to Charlotte to the hospitals, I get in my car. If I'm at home, I get on Red Bud. I go out to 85 and I go to the hospital. Well, I got in my car and I started thinking to myself because that's to whom I think most often. And I said, hey, self, these are the questions I ask me. Welcome to my world. I said, what was the, the theme song, how did it go to that old TV show, The Wild Wild West? You know, with Jim West and Artie Gordon. I fancied myself as Jim West working for the first Secret Service under Ulysses S. Grant. I don't mean the cool Moe Wild Wild West in the 80s. I don't mean the Will Smith Wild West. I mean the TV show. And I kept on thinking and I kept on thinking and I couldn't get it. And I was driving, going to the hospital, just driving, not paying attention, just thinking, what is it? And then it hit me. Everybody. And I was so proud of myself. And I went, yes! And I looked up and I was in the church parking lot, (laughs) not where I was going. I am so, 95% of the time when I get in my car, I drive up to the church house because, you know, it's where I do my thing. But I just totally forgot about it. I didn't break any laws. I obeyed all speed limits, as far as we know. Uh, I... I didn't run any red lights or any stop signs. I was just so into what I was trying to figure out that I forgot where I was going. Now, that doesn't happen just when we're driving. And it doesn't happen just to me. The truth is, we live in a world where spiritually we concentrate on a lot Of things and we miss the really big thing of God's salvation offered in Jesus Christ spiritually we get lost pretty easily when we focus so much on ourselves or on what we are passionate about that we miss God you see that's what happened to the nine lepers in this scripture. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't break any law any more than we do when we drive absent-mindedly. They, as a matter of fact, followed the law. Leviticus 13 in the Old Testament says, if you have a skin disease, go show yourself to a priest and the priest will determine whether or not you are cleansed. But they were so busy looking at themselves going, wow, I'm healed, my skin is clean, that they missed the Savior of the world right there in front of them. How many times have you and I missed God? Because we've been so focused on ourselves. That's why this Jeremiah passage is so important that Jennifer read for us. You see, Jeremiah is saying to people taken into exile, essentially, bloom where you're planted. Yeah, I know you're in a foreign land. I know nothing is the way it's supposed to be. But plant your gardens there. Live there. Live for the welfare of where you are because as the welfare of the city goes, so your welfare goes. It's an amazing word. And it would take, read on in Jeremiah 29, 70 years for the people to come back home. But Jeremiah says, listen, accept the presence of God where you are, even if it is a foreign land. In other words, live because God gives life. Too often, however, we miss it if we are only looking at ourselves. We so often want perfection for ourselves that we never obtain this side of heaven, that we miss the excellence of God that is always available to us. This passage says that Jesus was going to Jerusalem, and it says he was in the area between Samaria and Galilee. Now, if you look at a map in the back of your Bible or Google it, there is no area between Samaria and Galilee. You're either in Samaria or you're in Galilee. I find that interesting. I think Luke is saying to us spiritually they were in that place where you aren't where you're going but you're past where you started out. We spend a lot of our lives there. The Israelites spent 40 years wandering in the wilderness. They were there yet it was there that they got 613 little rules and 10 biggins. It was there that they actually began to understand the presence of God with them. And the area in between is where lepers lived. Read the Old Testament. Someone with a skin disease, they were called to live outside of the city to establish a camp unto themselves because nobody wanted to be around them. Sound familiar? Nobody wanted to be around them. It may have been for public health, because leprosy was contagious. It may have been just because you don't want to deal with something like that. But anyway, they were in no man's land. They were where nobody dared to go, yet Jesus comes by. And the lepers hollered out to him, just like I would, Jesus Lord of mercy, have mercy on me. The lepers were so consumed with their skin that they missed the presence of God. Well, one didn't. One out of ten. We've just entered baseball postseason. You know as well as I do that if you bat one out of ten, You will not make the Hall of Fame and you most likely won't make the postseason roster. That's not a good return. Nine out of ten were so consumed with their cleanliness that they just left. Again, following the law, Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests. But they stopped short. They settled for healing. They fell into the place where we too often do of thinking, wow, look at me. Friends, I hope Jesus died for more than clear skin. Jesus says to the one who returns, your faith has saved you. Your faith has saved you. Your faith has made you well. It's a verb that's used only four times in Luke's gospel, and all times uh, the woman at the anointing in chapter 7, the woman hemorrhaging in chapter 8, and the blind beggar in chapter 18, as well as here. In all cases, Jesus is offering more than healing, Jesus is offering salvation, a new way of life. It is amazing when we get a grip on the truth that God is offering us more than a temporary release. And listen, I'm a big fan, as I said, of healing. I regularly pray for healing. I have seen God do amazing healings. My mother and father, both deceased now, received amazing healings in their life. My father physically, my mother mentally. But here's the kicker. They both died. And at some point, they had to understand God is about more than making me feel good in this minute. God's about so much more. God didn't come so that my daddy wouldn't have colon cancer or that my mama wouldn't have mental illness. God came to save them and offer them everlasting life. We prayed for healing when it was at the end of both of their lives. We didn't get it in the way we thought. Yet, yet, God provided what's most important salvation for their souls maybe some of us are living in that in-between place right now where we're so consumed with what we need that we're looking at ourselves saying make me better make me better and we're missing the salvation that God offers all of creation we're waiting But the word here is don't settle. Don't stop short. Pick your eyes up. See Jesus. He's inviting you and me into relationship. Don't settle for healing. At least don't stop there. If you receive it well and good and praise God for it. But keep going. Because there is more. Maybe some of us are satisfied with the miracle I confess to you I stop short far too often I am often amazed and go thanks for clear skin thanks for helping me remember a silly theme song right whatever it is I stop short of what God is really offering it is awesome what God can do but don't forget the Savior the Savior who invites us to give him thanks for the gift of salvation for being with us whatever we go through may our faith make us well let's pray God thank you that you provide much more than a momentary miracle. You provide eternal salvation. May we recognize how important that is while still accepting and praising your name for those miracles that you do every single day. God, we do love you. Receive our thanksgiving as people who desire to be made well. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.